0: How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to The Gaming Observer for Friday, June the 18th. We're going to cap off your week here with some news about some video games and about the gaming industry. And we're going to start off here with a story that I've kind of been ignoring for a little bit, but I can't really anymore. And I will try to address this story with as much care that I can with the time that I have. The creator of the Five Nights at Freddy's franchise, Scott Cawthon, has announced his retirement following a pretty major controversy. So last week, Cawthon had gone viral on Twitter because his political donations in the United States were publicized, and it became evident that over the course of the last four years, he has contributed the max amount, thousands and thousands of dollars, to politicians like Donald Trump, Mitch McConnell, Ben Carson, other conservative Republican politicians. Now, this event has made waves through the franchise's fan base, particularly because Five Nights at Freddy's has a very strong LGBTQ community, and Cawthon has, through all of this, been justifiably criticized for directly contributing to policymakers who are oppressing that community. On the other side, he's also been given a tremendous amount of support, with, you know, hashtag I stand with Scott gaining traction and... Apparently, he's a very nice person, and a kind, giving, well-liked individual, which is what has made this topic so difficult. Uh, Cawthon initially responded to these events with, like, shock, but not with remorse. He emphasized that he has happily worked with people of all walks of life, he treats everyone equally, but that this is who he is, and this is what he believes, and he's not going to change that. Now, I would highly encourage you to read an article that was made on Kotaku by Ash Parrish, It really breaks down this whole situation really well, explains the problems with many of the things that Cawthon has said, but it essentially boils down to, hey, he's trying to make a distinction between how he treats people and that he loves everybody. Meanwhile, he's contributing to the systemic issues that are ever present through various laws. They say in the article, quote, it doesn't matter that Cawthon has so many diverse friends because his donations enabled the continued oppression of those friends, end quote. It is a very unfortunate situation all around. Cawthon is going to be handing ownership of Five Nights at Freddy's to somebody else, and will be making projects as a hobby moving forward. I have left out some details, but that's about all the time that I have to talk about it for now. Uh, Let's talk about some other video games on perhaps a lighter note, shall we? The previously announced Pokemon MOBA, it's called Pokemon Unite, has been given a release date on the Nintendo Switch of July 2021, and then it's coming out on mobile in September And that is also going to have cross-play between the two platforms. Like many MOBAs, it is two teams of five battling for control of a map. You're going to be able to level up your Pokemons throughout the matches. And it's a free-to-play game with cosmetic DLCs. It's pretty cool. Uh, I've seen some positive feedback about the soft launch on mobile. Hopefully it turns out okay. I love the concept. Tetris Effect is going to be getting some updates to its multiplayer mode this summer. Uh, So it's getting released on the PlayStation 4 in July. And then with that, they're going to get cross-play multiplayer. You get a spectator mode, which allows you to watch people's uh, matches. And then spectators can use, like, emotes and stuff. It's pretty cool. However, it will not be cross-platform in terms of saves and progress. So if you have it on multiple platforms, they're going to be their own thing. This isn't a huge story, but I thought it's interesting. Uh, Microsoft has changed the look for the Xbox Series X game packaging. It's not a major change, but instead of a big black bar across the top of the the game package, they've just made it look a little nicer with uh, a white inlay. Perhaps more interesting is the fact that they have reopened the Xbox Design Lab. This was shut down for a while, but it's a service that allows you to design your own Xbox controller. All the different colors and whatnot. It's really cool. I loved all the pictures of people, you know, getting their custom controller. Okay, and last story for the PC gamers. If you want to head on over to the Epic Game Store, you can pick up, right now, a game called Hell is Other Demons, which is an action platformer shooter. It's got a nice retro art style. And they're also giving away Overcooked 2, which I would highly recommend. That's a great game, particularly with friends. And then next week, they're going retro. Uh, They're giving away Sonic Mania and Horizon Chase Turbo, which are both some kind of old school games, or old school inspired, maybe. So like I said, that's next week. Uh, And then still right now, if you want, you can also go to GOG.com and pick up a game called Absolute Drift, which is a racing game all about drifting. It's pretty cool. Otherwise, folks, that is all the time that I have. Thank you for tuning in. I will be back with some variety shows this weekend, back with the news on Monday. And until next time, happy gaming, everyone. Hello, TGO After Show. I always have this debate with myself about what kinds of stories should be featured on this show, and one of those debates is often political topics. And it's not so much any reservations about talking about these things that are important to me because, I mean, they're important to me for a reason, but I think usually my biggest concern is I just don't want this to be a politics video games show. I want it to be a show about video games and all the fun stuff that's happening in that world. But every now and then we get a story like this, which is just impossible to ignore, right? Like, the like Cawthon is what the internet was talking about for the last week, despite E3 being around. I mean, you know, it didn't get drowned out in anything. And I wish I had more time to cover that topic with more nuance. You know, I, I did my best there. There there were some things I couldn't cover. For example, one of the big reasons why everybody is supporting him is because he's being threatened. You know, he's get, he got death threats, and, you know, as this... Tends to happen with uh, any kind of controversy, right? That happens. And of course, that's ridiculous. Nobody should be doing that. It's completely abhorrent. And I reject any idea of that completely. But a lot of people are using that to hand wave the actual issues. And you can't do that. You really can't. And such a prominent franchise, like like a serious cultural influence for a lot of people, like a, a major portion of the gaming community... And even some of the non-gaming community, you know, Five Nights at Freddy's is one of those franchises that has penetrated past video games. And to have its owner be somebody who is apparently a wonderful person who treats everybody so nicely, but also is like giving like thousands and thousands of dollars to these kinds of people. It's just, how do you ignore that story? How do you support that? It's like, I don't know. It reminds me of what's happening with my dad right now. I don't know how much I've talked about this on the after show, and I I was intending to talk about it on a weekend show at some point. Maybe I'll do it this weekend. But, you know, I haven't spoken to my father in close to a year, Uh, not necessarily intentionally. It's just that the last time we spoke, he was ranting about anti-vaccination and, you know, that COVID is a hoax and all of this stuff. And I'm having this real conflict because I know my father. You know, I know that he doesn't really know what he's talking about. I know that he's fallen into this social media black hole that's making him convinced of things that aren't true. He's a little ignorant. But in every other aspect of life, he's like a nice guy. He's a good dude. He treats people well. He treats people equally. And yet I can't I can't get past this. The, the lack of awareness and empathy in this specific instance just totally offsets everything else that I know about him. And I feel that same thing with this creator, you know, this creator of a major media franchise. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm not affected by this. I have never played Five Nights at Freddy Games. You know, I never really knew who this person was before. But I'm picturing myself in the shoes of, you know, I don't know, what if my, one of my favorite content creators turned out to be like this or any other game franchise? How would I feel? It would be impossible for me to separate. And it's impossible for me to not say something. So I, you know, I do apologize if maybe, you know, you come to the show for a certain thing and the negativity of events like this are not um, what you're looking for. But I want you to know that I I do approach this with as much care and understanding of that as I can because I don't want to be talking about it. I don't want these things to be happening. But I, I, I talk about it out of a sense of necessity. It's impossible to plug your ears on stuff like this and say... Oh, I just want to talk about video games. I don't want to hear about politics. That's not how the world works, you know? We're we're also so scared of that word right now, right? Politics. You can even see video game developers saying, oh, our game is not political. It's not meant to be political. Ubisoft literally makes Watchdogs and Far Cry, which is about political disruption and corruption in the government and all this stuff. And then they go, oh, no, our game is not. It's not political. Are you crazy? It's... It's just a backdrop aesthetic for our video game, and it's because the the word politics or the, the idea of it has become scary, has become po- so polarizing, and my hope is that, you know, none of these problems are going to be solved on Twitter or on any social media, but maybe me talking about it a little bit with a little bit of perspective and candor, I, I hope that that's me giving my part to all of this in a helpful, valuable way. Maybe I'm failing at that, but I like to think at least I'm trying. Anyway, uh, we'll try not to be so negative tomorrow. Thanks for sticking in there with me. Uh, back with a Variety Show tomorrow, and until next time, farewell.